Hey, Storm Freaks, it's Phil. You may remember seeing him on the Weather Channel, but now he's a meteorologist with NBC Boston. We've got Tevin Wooten in the studio. We're only given so much time on this earth. Why not spend it doing something to the fullest extent um, and becoming the best person in that role that you can be? Um, so I, I, I really want kids to pick that up. I think when people ask, like, how did I do it? It took a lot of sacrifice. We're also bringing you hashtag weather fools and weather trollbot 5000 is back to do some more nasty interpretations. All of this on episode 169 of the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Going green. Greenage. Saddle up. You got it, boss. Welcome to the most entertaining weather podcast. This is the award-winning Stormfront Freaks podcast. Uh, special thanks, as always, go out to our Patreon teammates that help support the show. Uh, also, a shout-out to those that are joining us live tonight. I'm going to check. Looks like we got Josh Burnham uh, back there in the studio. And then uh, in our green room, uh, of course, we've got Dan and Angela are here as well. Um, you can also experience Stormfront Freaks Raw if you join our Patreon team, we've got multiple level of levels of perks. We've got exclusive merch uh, like the 2021 Stormfront Freak Storm Chaser shirt that uh, I know we just sent to Angela. Or we also have some new aluminum water bottles. Uh, we sent those out to Dan and Tim. Or you can even become a VIP and join us and our guests in the studio for every recording. Uh, we currently actually have one spot open. Uh, you can find that at patreon.com slash stormfrontfreaks. Um, it's always happy hour every night that uh, we're doing the show. And, and Tevin, we just kind of filled him on that as well. But he's at work, so he, he, he's joining us in spirit. Uh, but we're going to find out who's drinking with us tonight, lets you know who's in the studio with our co-host, Greggles, up in uh, Canada, our storm chaser and photographer. What are you drinking? Yeah, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting back into the swing of things, Phil, and I'm uh, <laughs> drinking a little Canadian whiskey and, and Coke. And uh, yeah, it's two weeks now in a row that I'm back off the wagon. So that's, right. uh, that's Congratulations. <laughs> Good for you. All right. Uh, we're going to go to Serena Arnold, our former meteorologist at the Mount Washington Observatory and still reigning Mrs. New Hampshire. Woo! What uh, What are you drinking, Serena? Uh, I brought the weather beers back. I went shopping this morning. Yeah. That was a good choice. Uh, so I am drinking a beer from Frost Beer Works called Micro. Ooh. What time do the bars open in the morning there, Serena? <laughs> 9 a.m. <laughs> 9 a.m. <laughs> Good. All right. Uh, Jen Watson, our contributor at the Weather Channel. Jen, what are you drinking? Oh, my gosh. I'm drinking two shots of tequila, a shot oh, of gosh. vodka, and um, a little, like, dash of sparkling water and a lime. Exactly. You can see it. I'm showing you guys. You can clearly see it. Mm -hmm. oh, I think the last <laughs> one's true. <laughs> I've actually I think had a the last coffee. one's true. I know. I'm, I'm taking it easy because I've got a shoot tomorrow. Um, uh -huh. So, yeah. 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 I got a weather shoot, so... There's always a on. reason. Always a reason. Allison okay. said hi, by the way. Would you say, Tevin? Well, tell Allison I said hi, by the way. I will. I will. I will. 
Very nice. And then uh, Maz, Mark Massaro, our former on-camera meteorologist. What are you drinking, Maz? Not because of a drinking problem, I'll tell you. <clears throat> I am having a uh, fireball whiskey and Diet Coke because I got to watch my waist. You know? Really? Ooh, the Diet Coke. Not bad. It's Not good. a good drink. Spicy, hot. That's a solid All right, I'll tell you what. I am going to uh, leave it with you. Let's get our guest in here. Awesome. Hey, we have meteorologist Tevin Wooten, who joined NBC10 Boston in June of 2022. He holds the Certified Broadcast Meteorologist Seal of Approval from the American Meteorological Society and is an Emmy Award winner. Now, most recently, Wooten was named to Forbes 30 Under 30 list in the media category. Prior to Boston, Wooten spent four years as an on-camera meteorologist with the Weather Channel. And during his time there, Tevin covered major weather events, including Hurricanes Florence, Michael, Laura, and Delta. Yeah, Tevin is an advocate for bringing diversity to STEM discipline and providing communities of color with access and awareness to broadcast meteorology. Welcome, Tevin. You got to tell me. I was on the uh, 80 under 80 list, but you t- <laughs> tell, me about the, tell me the 30 under 30. <laughs> Uh, well, other than the, the obvious there, we're slightly younger. I think we're just as attractive, though, as the uh, 80 under 80 crowd. A little bit more pep in our step, though, when it comes to uh, knowing how to <laughs> knowing how to party. Uh, but that's probably, <laughs> although the uh, fireball and whiskey, I, I don't know, you got me beat there because I've got coffee over here. But that's honestly one of my one of my favorite, I guess, resume lines or uh, uh, sort of awards that I've been given in such a short time. I'm almost not 30, so I'm almost not qualified for that list anymore. So I'm glad I was able to squeak in some sort of way uh, just before, you know, the stroke of midnight. So how do you get on this list? I mean, obviously, you got to be Dude, good uh, like you and, you know, but I mean, like, what, what who so, judges? What do they do? How does Maz, stop it, Maz. You're not qualified. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so it's a very... Uh, it's a secretive process. And I think it's secretive, not because I want it to be, I have no idea, you know, what the process entails uh, to the full extent. Um, but I know that I was nominated. I don't know by, uh, by who or how many people for that matter. Um, but I know that there's a, the, the application that my portion that I had to fill out was some sort of extensive, um, you know, answering questions about what all that you do, who you are, your education, uh, your background, um, what you hope and what you aspire to be. I think one interesting question was if you could talk to someone living or dead, who would you, or who, if you could have a drink or something like that with someone living or dead, who would you um, have a drink with? And forgive me for not remembering exactly, but I think I filled in the application like the night before the, the little response or whatever, the night before it was due. So my memory is not the best, obviously, late at night or early in the morning for that matter. But it was a, it, it's a great honor. Um, I was so thrilled to go down to New York City and, and meet some of the other, uh, I guess, listees or awardees and honorees who were on the list as well. We had a, a banging good time there in New York. Um, and I, I honestly, you know, if anyone is listening right now and maybe they're sub 30 and they're thinking about what they want to do with their life, I would seriously look at that list of people and, and, and model your life or model your potential business, be it an entrepreneur or your, your future, your career path, model it after a lot of the young folks on that list, but also off the list too. There are a lot of people who don't make that list, um, obviously, who are just as deserving. So, What do you mean by that? You said, you're looking <laughs> at me when you said that. 
<laughs> oh, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at my camera. <laughs> oh, it feels like you're looking right at me. I'm so looking you, right into your soul. When you found out, what'd you do? When you did, like, you open the letter, did you get the call? And then you're like, I knew it. So or you're like, son of that a part. That part I do remember. So there was a tweet actually from someone in the industry, a colleague who used to work at the Weather Channel, now works at NBC in New York. And one of his colleagues, one of his direct colleagues uh, from New York was also on the list. And so he grouped us in in the same tweet and said, oh, congratulations to this person and this person. Oh, and Tevin, you made the list as well. And I'm like, oh, that's fantastic. Granted, I think I had just gotten off of a late shift. So I woke up early in the morning. And I'm like, all right, that's pretty cool. And I still don't think, I don't know, it, you know, and I, maybe it was the sort of the aftermath of the pandemic, or maybe it's just because I, I think it's more of the expectation for myself, list or not. Um, I think there's so much more to life than that list, that it's a great honor. And I am more than, you know, willing to accept such honor. But I, I don't want that to be the thing I'm known for, you know. So uh, Tevin, like do you oh, go, go ahead, nope. Serene. Nope. Okay. I was just going to say, uh, did they, when you got the award and then you go back to work on the Monday morning kind of thing, like, do they have a different, like, have they installed a new chair for you? Do you have, like, did, did you get yeah. an assistant? Do they, you know, like, so, is there. So yeah. this was, yeah. So it was, I'm glad you asked that question. It was actually like, I had my own parking space, sort of like employee of the month. I had my own parking space. There was this red carpet. So when you got off the elevators and walked into the building, there is a red carpet back at my old place of employment. Um, I think there was a significant pay bump as well for making the list too. Right, right, right. You <laughs> no, sound totally, saying, not, you sound of totally real right now. <laughs> none of these things actually happen, sadly. <laughs> um, but I, I know that they and so many other people, uh, family members, uh, have obviously been more proud of me uh, because of that list. So it, it, it really was pretty cool for that to to sort of be the thing that happened last year for me. That's pretty awesome. So you say, so that's a cool honor, but <clears throat> you want to be known for something else. Yeah. And as someone who does a lot of STEM outreach, I'm kind of wondering if that's along the lines of where, what yeah. you want to be known for and what you do mostly. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Serena, like, uh, gosh, I don't know exactly when, Actually, yes, I can trace it back to maybe not that long ago. Um, I did not know a black meteorologist. And I know that that sounds so small to hear, but it means a lot to know that just by being who I am and doing my role and being in my role and doing it to the best of my ability, I know that there are tons of people out there who can aspire to be something greater than their wildest imagination. Um, just by doing what I'm doing and setting a good example. And I don't take that part for granted uh, whatsoever. No, that's get, awesome. That's so glad. Do you get a lot so of people reaching out to you? Were they like, get, hey, Kevin, you know, dealing with that? Were they like, hey, how did you do it? How can I do it? I I think, I won't say a lot. Um, I'm still young. There, but there's a decent amount of people who ask. Um, and I'm flattered every time. But it, it really does go back to my, one of my life's principles has been extraordinary because life is too short for ordinary. Um, anyone can be ordinary every single day that you wake up, but be it a meteorologist or a doctor or an attorney or a basketball player or an engineer or someone who picks up the trash or someone who works on the city council or some, an electrician, uh, a teacher. 
we're only given so much time on this earth. Why not spend it doing something to the fullest extent um, and becoming the best person in that role that you can be? Um, so I, I, I really want kids to pick that up. I think when people ask, like, how did I do it? It took a lot of sacrifice financially, time. Uh, personally, it took a lot of sacrifice. There was a lot of lonely nights. There were a lot of nights where I'm like, okay, I, I think I have five bucks. How, how long can I make that stretch for a couple of days? You know? And so there were a lot of dollar menu items at Taco Bell and McDonald's and Burger King too. Um, <laughs> feels like, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, but it, it took sacrifice. I think that's one big thing that I would tell people if they want, if you want to be like me, I mean, I don't necessarily think you should just want to be like me and you should be better than me. I'm not the best person. How's your cholesterol, by the way, after all? <laughs> <laughs> so who asked that? Phil, did you ask that? No. no it was that. Phil. Oh, <laughs> this it was Phil. Phil. <laughs> Only because I saw him rooting me on when I said the, uh, the McDonald's dollar menu. Um, I think it's pretty good. My doctors haven't said otherwise, but I'll tell you, I didn't work out until I was like 19, maybe 18 at the early, like legitimately working out and running. I have asthma. I always keep an inhaler with me. So I was very shy to actually working out because I didn't want to overstretch my body and then something happened. Um, but now I'm working out almost like three or four times a week at best, sometimes two, sometimes one, like whatever I can do in the limited time, it's better than doing nothing. So. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I get that. Gregos, by the way, <laughs> You're a Canadian whiskey and Coke, man. I, I'm a bourbon guy myself. So. Right on, right? Hey, right I, I, now I, I, it's just coffee in the cup. So no. Bourbon. What's your bourbon, though? What's your bourbon? Oh, it's straight Jack. Oh, yes. really? Yeah. Mm. yeah. I like it. Okay, yeah. so, so Tevin, like, you you know, you're talking about, uh, and, like, Serena's question, I think, was the right question, right? At a certain point, it's about uh, STEM, and it's about the science, and it's about, you know, being the best meteorologist you can be, and all of those, all of those things, and obviously simply for the fact of the color of your skin, you're going to be a role model for young kids. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But do you ever long for like that moment where like somebody just goes, man, that guy's a good meteorologist, right? Like, listen, if you're a good meteorologist, like you're in the top, like 1% already. But, but is that like, is that a, is that a, uh, is that like a kind of a, uh, like in the back of your mind, like a goal is just to be a, freaking damn good meteorologist yeah i think so no one wants to say you're a bad meteorologist right like who wants to hear that no they're all bad meteorologists (laughs) don't let anybody tell you any different no you're wrong 80 percent of the time oh great you still get paid you know who else is wrong 80 percent or 50 percent of the time basketball players their efficiency their free throw percentage baseball players their accuracy I mean, and they get paid millions and millions of dollars, man. So, so I, I, I always pull that one out. I don't think. Yeah, point uh, taken. Point taken. <laughs> Sounds like uh, you're Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, you have to. You get told yeah. every day that you're wrong 50 to 80% of the time. And even then, no one's proven to me that 50 to 80%. So, <laughs> no, but hearing, to your point, hearing that you are doing a good job, right. I, I think that's validating or reassuring or, 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 or whatever superlative you want to attach to that. Um, but I take it, I cherish it. I put it in the back pocket, but I don't put it in front of me because the driver is not, you're doing a good job. The driver is me knowing I'm doing a good job, right? Because for every one person that says we're doing a good job, and I say we because we are a visual medium on TV, 
there are dozens of people who think you do a terrible or actually let me reverse that for every one bad <laughs> comment there's 12 good comments but you don't always hear the good comment yeah. right so, so totally. it's great to take it put it in your back pocket and hold on to it but not not that not put it in your in the front of yourself that's in your rear view so the next person can tell you you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> that totally makes sense. So Tevin, um, I have to brag about you a little bit too, because I was actually part of your interview process when you applied at the Weather Channel, which was so much fun. <laughs> I, I was and, and watching you because we interviewed a, a lot of people. And yeah. I think you're one of the youngest to ever join the Weather Channel. Did you come straight from college or did you were you at a local station and then came? Remind me really quick. Yo, so that's yes and no to both. Um, so I came straight from Florida State to the Weather Channel. There was an internship involved uh, pre going on full time. So that's sort of how they knew about me. And by the way, that internship is easy to get. I can tell you more about that if you ever want to know. Um, but before that, I, and I mentioned sacrifice before that, I went to school at the University of Arkansas in Fayetteville. I went to school for engineering um, and I was there for a semester in engineering and I didn't hate it. I had internships before with NASA and I had done a couple of STEM camps with the university and their engineering program. I didn't hate it. But as I sat in the classroom, I'm like, I don't think this is what I want to do with my life. Um, sure. They make a lot of money and maybe they're right or wrong. 50% of the time. I'm sure they're right more often than not though, because if you deal with civil and architecture, there's a lot of money to be uh, tossed around if you're wrong um, in lawsuits. Um, but for me, I knew that that's not what I wanted to do. And so I diverted over to the journalism school there, uh, the Lemke Journalism Program there at the University of Arkansas. And I stepped into um, their student media production called UATV. And I just loved it. I fell in love with being able to be on camera, which is atypical from what, I'm, what I was initially used to. I was a very shy kid. I've got a twin brother and then he was the one that always talked. And now I'm the one that gets paid to talk. Um, so the roles have sort of flipped a little bit. Uh, but I went to school for engineering, swapped to broadcast journalism, graduated, worked for two, two and a half years in a local affiliate uh, in Fayetteville, Arkansas, Woo Pig Suey, by the way, and <laughs> decided that if I wanted to do weather full time, I had to commit. And I had to sacrifice. And so I packed up my Honda Accord at the time and drove like 12 or 14 hours away. I forget how long it was, probably longer than that. And I moved to Tallahassee, not knowing a soul. Um, and yeah, Florida State, two years in and out, meteorology, mathematics minor. And here we are. What's your twin doing now? What's my <laughs> twin do? So my twin brother, his name is Kevin, by the way. Uh, hi, Kevin, if you're watching or listening. Uh, he's an electrician, actually. And he still lives in Arkansas. He's former military, though. So it's mm. crazy that like he and I grew apart. But in a way, we grew together. He now lives in the home or not the hometown, but the city that I lived in when I was in Arkansas uh, in college. So or a couple of towns over, but still in the same region. Which branch? Which branch? Uh, Army. 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 Will you thank yeah. him for uh, his service? I for sure will. If he's not listening, I'll send him a text here in a little bit. Kevin, thank you if you're listening. <laughs> so, Kevin, I have to ask you now that we're on the twin thing. As you know, I'm a twin, and we bonded yeah. over that. Uh, my twin sister, she's not a meteorologist, but she's a weather geek, and she goes storm chasing with me. She's been on a couple of them. Does your twin, does Kevin, go storm chasing with you, or have you been storm chasing? Um, he has not. 
gone storm chasing with me i know but he's done i'm trying to think he's done a couple of other cool things like jumped out of planes with the army i've never jumped out of a perfectly good plane before he's never (laughs) taken me on his ventures so i don't take him on mine the feeling is mutual draw the line right down the middle i like it smooth and clear cut (laughs) (laughs) well i'll tell you what if you don't need to be dropping out of a plane to know that you know we're 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 still in tropical season captain segway (laughs) <laughs> and and so it, it's been a little quiet lately, which which has been good. Um, but if you live anywhere a tropical storm can affect you, you definitely need to make sure that you are prepared and you don't want the storm to catch you unprepared. So whether your home is wood, concrete, or brick, we trust and recommend Windstorm products for all the hurricane hardware you need for your storm shutters. Uh, Windstorm products, they are the world's largest online distributor of hurricane hardware and shutter installation tools what's really neat is is it doesn't matter if you're in new york doesn't matter if you're down in galveston uh no matter where you are because they're out of florida uh but they have a flat rate five dollar shipping fee to all states uh so all you got to do is just visit windstormproducts.com but folks do it now because even though again it's been kind of quiet and i think every time a, a tropical storm hits Everybody finally starts thinking about it, right? Because they, they wait and wait and wait and wait, and then they think about it. Well, it's it's been, wow, how long has it been since Fort Myers Beach? A month. Gosh. Uh, you don't, people aren't thinking about it now, right? Yeah. So, so yeah. folks, you, you got to act. You got to act now. So go to windstormproducts.com. They are the f- official supplier of the Stormfront Freaks podcast. So uh, we're going to go ahead and take a break, uh, but we will be right back with more from Tevin. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. All right, welcome back to the show. We got Tevin Wooten. And, and Tevin, we, we talked uh, a little bit about this during break. Um, but here's my question. I, I think, I'll say this. I don't know anybody in the... And I might even say STEM field, but certainly to me in in the meteorological field that really has any diversity issues, right? Um, But it definitely, the weather field is one that's not extremely diverse. It's getting better, but it's not very diverse. And and so, so my question to you is really twofold, is number one, what have been some of the challenges that you've faced because you're a black gay man in as a meteorologist, what have been some of the challenges you have faced, honestly, and how are you using that to now reach out as we try to increase our diversity in this industry? How are you using that to um, 
really tell your story or, or to reach out where maybe people didn't reach out for you? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's a really good question, Phil. Um, you know, and doing things like this, um, quite honestly, allows me to be a vessel to a much larger uh, story at play here. I know for me personally, some of the challenges entail being the only person of color in a room, be it a classroom or a newsroom at times, or um, going out to getting different um, different roles potentially. Uh, they're very they're very niche already in this industry, and we're at a a time where. And I was just talking with one of my colleagues, not here in Boston, but someone in the industry, about this. Only about five percent of meteorologists uh, in the country are people of color. Five percent. That's crazy and, in 2022. Yeah. Like in 2022, why? and and well, and I'm glad you said why. It's because it's not the fault of any single person. I I, I want to make sure everyone understands that. Um, but it has to do with systematic issues from decades ago when women or when people of color weren't allowed to get education. Well, if they can't get education, then they can't be a scientist. And if they can't be a scientist, then how on earth can they get in this role? Um, so, so if you look several years ago, several decades ago, that's been one thing. And then there's also, I, mean, I think about, I can't remember her last name, but Catherine, who was a hidden figure um, who helped, forgive me for, for my memory slipping here, she helped calculate some of the mathematics that sent Apollo to the moon, I believe. I, I forget yeah, the exact mission, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. we've all heard the story. Um, yep. And, yep. and you see in the movie, and obviously it's a movie, so some of that I'm sure was you know made for production because it had to fit a two-hour film. But there are a lot of truths to that. How, you know, and we kept someone out of a room who is able to recourse a mission and get those guys back to Earth. And, and that's so, probably one story of like many that are like oh, that, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. There are thousands of hidden figures out there. And that's why, you right. know, I don't think my, the role that I am in right now, I am so fortunate. I am glad. I think that's what I was put on this earth to do. But I know that my story is not unique. My story is not more important than someone else's. So to get back online with the question here uh, from Phil, some of the challenges have been getting to those rooms where you do have a voice. And then once you're in the room with the voice, okay, now who's going to actually let you talk or who's going to allow you to talk? Because you're still the only person in that room. So how do you feel empowered to be able to speak up in order to voice an opinion or in order to to bring uh, an issue to the top of the to the top of the priority list? And, and that's where it comes into sort of play for everyone. We have to allow an equitable environment, not an equal environment. Right. But an equitable an, an equitable environment. Um, and I think ultimately that is how we make this industry better specifically as tv i know that everyone says oh oh well tv is a dying medium no one's watching well no one's watching because a lot of the people who have been in some of the roles have been there for decades and eons and that's not to say that they're not deserving but you have to figure out a way to branch out to grow your audience and in part it's you know does my meteorologist look like me or it's are you is here's a better example to say not just because a meteorologist looks like them, but I can give you hundreds of times where my little small town in rural Arkansas was not on a map. 
But now what I do intentionally, be it here in Austin or when I worked at the Weather Channel or when I worked um, uh, uh, back in Arkansas, I would call out the towns that aren't on the map because oftentimes those are the ones that are overlooked. That mm-hmm. at the very least means, hey, we still have not forgotten about you. Um, so no. bringing equity in that situation, but also bringing equity, equity to situations where we can bring more people of color and more women of color into a room. Well said. Yeah, that's, yes. that's powerful stuff. Do you, uh, does it, does it ever sort of get for you? I don't know if the, this is the right word, but, um, kind of normalize that you're talking about this all the time or, like, does, like you seem to have all the right answers when we're asking it, but is that is that like just part of your daily routine now? Um, honestly, yeah, it's a part of my daily routine right. now. I, 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 I guess by chance that I got, I've gotten into. Well, I don't want to say it's by chance. There's always design, right? Um, be it my design or God's design or the universe's design. I am on. I think five or six different boards uh, with either a national organization or yeah, mostly national organizations with AMS or Florida state. Um, I hope I'm not forgetting anybody. I probably am. It's taxing. It's tiring, but someone has to do it. And I would rather do the work while I'm able to physically uh, and emotionally and put in my time to do that while I can. So that way, you know, at the very least it might be miles easier for the next heaven that comes along in 20 or 30 years. Listen, dude, you have to remember that somewhere out there right now, there's some little kid, he's 10, yeah. 11 years old, and he's looking at your story, he's watching on television, and he's like, I want to do that, you know? Yeah. And even if he's not reaching out, even if you don't hear it every day, that yeah. kid is out there, and, and there's probably a lot more than one. Good for you. Thanks, man. Yeah. And Tevin, I have to ask you, I saw you post on LinkedIn how NBC had all the meteorologists out of like every station in the country. They, you guys all came together and, you know, had a conference or just, you know, several meetings. Did this topic come up at all, you know, during that event? And did you feel like a sense of camaraderie that like the industry is changing and it is, but, you know, to the full scope of like, wow, like we really see the future and it, and it's amazing. Sure. I mean, I'm glad you, you thought that that was a professional event. That means my LinkedIn post worked because it was a huge party. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> She's just a stalker. Um, no, no, honestly, um, I, this particularly like in the way that we're mentioning it now in this intimacy, it didn't come up, but a lot of in a very niche way, it was also mentioned because it wasn't just, you know, African-American meteorologists in the room. Uh, NBC also has a sister property, which is Telemundo. Uh, We had a very large presence of Spanish-speaking meteorologists in the room who are doing fantastic things. I mean, there are times where I'm like, man, if I understood Spanish to the level of it being spoken, I would love to click on a Telemundo. They are doing some fantastic stuff fantastic stuff and those are again those are the voices who oftentimes are not heard sometimes so can we I, have to yeah go ahead can i get really serious for a minute yeah. nbc 10 or weather channel which is better oh <laughs> maz wow you're putting me on the spot well one yeah. pays me right now so we'll just leave it fine. at that <laughs> <laughs> maz has left the building 
Oh, I didn't hear the answer. What was it? <laughs> you know, so I'll answer it this way. Someone, someone says, if Florida State and Arkansas played a game, uh, which team would you root for? And I'll say, well, I lived in one state for 20 years, and I'm still paying one state tuition. So mm. hmm. which one's more Seems, important to you? I don't know. Seems what that like means. he's passing the buck. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, I've got a super quick question. Um, when it comes to covering weather and all like the disasters, unfortunately, that you've had so far, what was like the most eye-opening, powerful one for you? Because I know oh, you were out in the field a lot for the Weather yeah. Channel, but like what was one that kind of like changed your life and perspective and maybe how you tell the weather story and give the forecast? Oh, it, oh, Jen, that's a tough one. And you, and you know this too, because you've been around it. They're each friend in their own right. Um, because you could have a cat four or cat five hurricane that impacts a less populated area. All of a sudden the, the dollars and the, the voice and the, the outreach of support that happens in that less populated area versus if it's a, you know, a huge Metroplex, um, that gets hit with a storm of the same magnitude, all of a sudden the conversation changes. Um, and so I would say from a social science, that's just been one of the biggest things that's been eye opening is conveying the some one of the one of my old colleagues used to call me Mr. Aftermath and conveying that I think has been the biggest eye opening experience for me because you went into people's homes or what's left of their house if there's anything left when they're yeah. in their most vulnerable state. Um, and you have to be extremely sensitive with those stories. And that's where, you know, everything, everything in the atmosphere is connected, right? Well, everything in your life and in your journey is connected to my journalism experience from the University of Arkansas, 2000% prepared me to go to the Lafayette, Louisiana's of the world and go to the, the, uh, the South Florida's of the world or the, the central Mississippi's of the world and tell those stories. Um, so I think, I don't know. It's hard to pinpoint one specific storm, but I'll just say as a whole, the experience taking the, the big takeaway for me has been to be extremely fragile with people um, mm -hmm. and, and, and the support will come back to you. Right. The rewards will come back to you. It's not I don't I never went out there once saying, you know, we got to get on this because this is a major headline and this going to earn thousands of millions of dollars. That was never my thought. Like I never wanted the. I mean, you want to get to the heart of the storm, right? You you want to get to the storm to truly understand, truly understand it because that's the meteorologist in you. But I never once said, I want to do this because it's going to come back, you know, to show positive on me. That's not why I did what I did. I did it because I could help other people. And that's, I mean, I'm doing what I love and I'm able to help other people. So it's a win-win, right? I love that. <laughs> It was so powerful, Tevin. Well, Tevin, uh, so that's the sound. It's the sound of our lightning round. So, Tevin, this is our game show of flashy and brilliant questions <laughs> that we always get to play with our guest. Uh, and tonight we're going to play a good one. You're going to like this. I think Jen's going to like this. But we're going to call it <laughs> Seeing Double. <laughs> Seeing Double. Um, so, so what this is, is I'm going to give you the name of a celebrity and you have to tell me if they have a biological twin or not. Okay. Ooh. All right. So these are these are all celebrities, and and some are going to have biological twins, and some some won't that we know of. 
I'll say that, right? <laughs> do, do they Does have that make sense? Biological yeah. Oh, yeah. twins? But um, I don't know what other. Tw- I mean, it's not like <laughs> not like brother from another mother you don't mean or sister from a yeah. right. No, I yeah, I was from another Mister. Okay, you mean legitimate <laughs> birth, like fraternal or identical twins? Um, yeah, that isn't that same thing. Not same thing. That, no, that's the same <laughs> thing. I think okay. Naz is thinking uh, he confused the shit yeah. out of me already. So I don't know. <laughs> Get it together, Matt. Come on. Your job is done. There. Mark that for MJ. Okay. All right. So so here we go. Let's start this off. I'm again. I'm going to give you the uh, name of a celebrity, and you just have to tell me a twin or not a twin. Does that make sense? And and the yep. freaks they always can kind of help out a little bit. I wouldn't listen to them because they're usually <laughs> wrong. Sometimes. But, so here we go. So the first one is Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Does she have a twin no. or not a twin? No. We would have no heard twin? about it by now. Oh, she has a twin, Hunter. What? Hunter Johansson. No way. I'm not, wow. <laughs> not making that up. I'm serious. Okay, Jen, we're we're zero for one. We're fifty percent. What is it? Wrong. Fifty. One hundred percent of the or time. Or one hundred right now. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So you're a, you're a meteorologist. You're good. You're good. So okay. not identical. Not identical twins. Yeah, not right, fraternal yeah, or identical. For, correct. Right. It's a twin, not necessarily identical. Oh. Biological twin. Okay, gotcha. Biological. Right? <laughs> Illogical twin. Uh, okay, right. next one. I always get her name wrong. Uh, Giselle. Giselle Bunchen. Not Giselle. Giselle Bunchen. No, that's that's Tom Brady's wife. Yeah. Tom Brady's does she wife. have a Does she no. have a twin or no? No. <laughs> She's got a twin, Patricia. Patricia. All right. Phil, did you get these from Wikipedia? <laughs> I'll, I'll hey, give you Phil, my source if, later. I'll look it up. Phil, if you have Patricia's, if you have Patricia's number, could you put <laughs> your number on to me? All right, next one. Uh, research, just for research. Idris Elba. Does he have a twin or no? Hmm. I, I'm gonna say no. I'm just gonna stick with stick with my my nose. That's correct. Never he, three in a row. Does not have a twin that we know of. All right, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yes. You're a good meteorologist, Tevin. You're one <laughs> one for four so far. Four. All, right. All right, next one, Linda <laughs> Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. Who the hell who is, is Linda? That? I don't even know who that is. Uh, Linda Hamilton. From Terminator. T- uh, Terminator. Yeah. Ter- oh, oh. Jen, Jen's tweet is cheating. Uh, no, 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 no. No, she's looking at Giselle's. I was looking at Giselle's. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I we all want to see I would do the same Quinn. thing after this, too. All right. Call me. Linda Hamilton, you don't know her, so doesn't matter. I'll, no. I'll, Terminator. She does. Or, oh. Yeah, she, uh, she does have a twin, but I, you don't know her, so I'll just give it to you anyway. <laughs> all right. Iman. <laughs> Iman, so uh, she's a she's a big um, model. supermodel. Iman, yeah. who is that? All right, we'll move on. Oh, All right, Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. Um, I forget. I'm talking to a thirty under thirty or yeah, whatever right, person. Right, That's right. probably Did you just pronounce the problem. Are we it saying Kutcher? yes, Kutcher. Kutcher. Isn't it Kutcher? Kutcher. Kutcher. No, it's I not. It's Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher. I'm from Kutcher. Boston. Jim from Boston. Yes. From, say- no, that's Canada. Okay. I think he does. Let's go. Yes. Why not? Michael's. Yeah. He does. Michael. Michael Kucher. <laughs> the lesser known Kucher. Right. Butcher. Uh, ben Stiller. Do you know who Ben Stiller is? I do know who Ben Stiller is. Um, oh. I don't know if he has a twin. 
I think so. What Rick do you think? Spiller. I want to <laughs> Bob. <laughs> so is that a twin or no twin? I, I hear his twin's twin brother's name is Jammin. He's been jammin'. <laughs> oh, wow. oh my god. <laughs> okay. No idea. I'm, I'm gonna just give you the buzzer for that comment. All right, next one. Uh he doesn't have a twin we know of. Kiefer Sutherland. Do you know who Kiefer Sutherland is? Looks just like his dad. He's Canadian. Donald Sutherland. Are we saying yes? Okay. Go for so. it. What do you say? You're saying yes? Rego says yes. Jen says yes. He Kevin does. Says, uh, Rachel. Rachel Sutherland. He's All right. Um, Sandra Bullock. Ooh. No. We would have heard about her. Correct. Wow. Very correct. And he's very right, much a family one. person. Last one. Vin Diesel. <laughs> He, he, you're you're looking at him. <laughs> really? Diesel Johnson. For some reason I want to say yes. Yes. Let's go. Yes. Diesel. Why not? Then? Yes. No? That is a yes. That is a yes. Wait. Can someone tell me my accuracy now? I feel like we at least got to about eighty uh, percent there. Fifty yeah. yeah, percent. Start, you started slow, but you ended strong. You do matters, well in baseball. Right? Vin Diesel's uh, twin brother is Paul Vincent. I guess Thanks he didn't change help, his man. name. He should go by Paul Diesel, probably. <laughs> All right, Tevin. That hey, that was that was a good show for a meteorologist. Good job. Good showing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so tell uh, tell our listeners where can they find you on social media? All right, ready? It's a big one. I've got a link tree. You can go linktree.com/slash Tevin Wooten for everything. There is a uh, TikTok weatherman Tev. There's Twitter and Instagram. It's at Tevin Wooten. Facebook is. Facebook.com slash Tevin Wooten TV. My website is TevinWooten.com. And of course, you can check us out on Peacock and NBCBoston.com too. How come it's Seven Wooten when you're at 10? Oh, oh that's cute. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's a good question. Well, I'll tell you what, folks, it's time for our final break. Uh, we definitely have more to come, including some hashtag weather fools. And Trollbot is back. So stay tuned. Hey, this is meteorologist Jim Cantori from the Weather Channel. I am a weather geek, and I am listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. You should, too. Let's take a drive under the moon. Let's take a drive under the somber sky. Let's take a drive under the It is Weather Fool's time. One of my favorite parts of the podcast, this is where we catch people doing things they probably shouldn't be doing in crazy wild weather. Now, all of us are guilty, but is the camera rolling? And we've got some great ones for you today. I'm going to kick it off with Greggles. Greggles, what do you have for us to share? Well, I've got this uh, sweet video. It came from TikTok. I have no idea who or where this is, but clearly... Just by the thumbnail that's on the screen, you can see what happens now. Okay, so oh. it's, a, it's a, think about the ice storm, right? Uh, so you got ice on the ground, and you get out of the vehicle, and you're, you're thinking, oh, it's not that bad. Uh, <laughs> but I just love that the kid's crying like this. I don't know. It just makes me laugh. makes me smile. So the kid fell down. So then the mom comes out to try to help her. And then the mom goes, whoop. Okay, the mom's down. So then the guy gets out of the car, and he's like, oh, my God. 
The woman went down, so I'm going to come and help. So, listen, guys. Everybody's screaming. Yeah, just, you know, me. Oh, no. You had her head just makes me laugh. From that thumbnail, I was like worried that the poor little girl was about to get like run over by a car. No, no, she's just you know she's just really fell and hit her head on the ice. Don't it's don't like do that, Weatherford. Dan, the life of Canadians, right there. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that was great, Greggles. All right, Serena, you've got two. Let's I see. do. I've got two Weatherfuls. So awesome. the first one I have is uh, someone who likes to drive through a flood. Oh, Please, every just, week, every every time. show we have this- one of these. This one's particularly interesting because of the massive drop-off. I don't know how they make it. I'm not exactly proud that they made it, but they did. Um, It doesn't take much water to move your car. This guy is beyond lucky. Please don't do Um, this. His wife right now is screaming at him. She's like, you did it. But what great marketing for whatever vehicle that is. Right. This is true. (laughs) And for those of you watching or listening, I should say, that's like three tenths of a mile like that's a wide swath of road with like rushing water that's not just like a little mini street wait no. yeah, i don't know three if it's tenths three of tenths of a mile I'm not <laughs> but it's, it's a good 50 yards it's it's fine he shouldn't be doing it we can all agree he shouldn't be doing it he shouldn't be doing it all right okay. and my second one is a little unusual um pilots turns out can be weather fools too from time to time here is a pilot report so if you guys ever check pyreps or anything like that uh the pilot said they almost flipped over from the turbulence on this flight and i looked on the weather it looked like there wasn't anything there but just to be in an airplane and have the pilot say they almost flipped over Mm. from turbulence that's pretty bad i'm gonna call i'm gonna call it a weather fool Yes. Oh my God, that's kind of terrifying. If like, you've ever if you've ever been on a flight with turbulence uh, that's bad, you know how terrifying it is. This, was yesterday? this sounds this sounds crazy. It was. It was yesterday. I went back. I like oh. I checked the weather. Yeah, it's horrible. I've done you know like turbulence test flights, trying to fly through ice like as much turbulence as possible. It's terrifying. I can't. And I never thought the plane was almost going to flip over. I thought it was going to break in half, but oh. I, I can't even imagine. Phil, you're close to that. Do you? remember anything no i'll tell you what what i will tell you this is that site that web i binge that all the time (laughs) that site is amazing what is the site phil i can't i think it's on netflix that's terrifying so i'm glad i wasn't on that flight serena thank you so much for sharing and guess what you can Watch these and every single other weather fool we've ever done on our podcast. Go to stormfrontfreaks.com, show notes, and you can get this episode's episode 169. All right. By that sound, you know what time it is. It is time for Trollbot. This is our favorite, favorite bot that we have. Uh, Phil found this one in a garage sale, reprogrammed it, and it does an amazing thing. It goes out and finds what all these meteorologists say to their trolls, and they say it very nicely. Trollbot translates, and Trollbot tells them what they were actually thinking and says what they really, really wanted to say. So, Phil, what uh, what do we have in store today? All right, so we've we've got a couple here for you. Uh, one of them is uh, from our weather friend, Matt Devitt from WINKTV. So this is down in Florida. You guys know, is there something that uh, happened recently in Florida you're familiar about? 
Uh, Hurricane Ian. Yeah. Heard it got a little windy and rainy. Mm. Yeah. So, so you guys are probably familiar that uh, the fact that with all that going on, and of course, you know, what happens when there's always breaking television news mm. during uh, people's oh, yeah. primetime television? <laughs> oh, no. Yes. Yep. Mm. So, so here's the scoop. So this was um, Scott Eisenberg. So we're never afraid to throw anybody under the bus. Uh, but Scott Eisenberg said, please, WINK News and Matt Devitt Wink, get off the air during prime time. We've had enough news. Just because you got knocked off the air, you don't need to make up all the commercial revenue. Yeah, you do. So, right. So they just came off, and you guys know there were power outages. There were all kinds of things going on. All right, so Matt Devitt, so he comes back, and you, you guys know our, our weather friends, they're always very professional. They're very nice in, in their public social media responses. Is, is that fair to say? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Matt comes back and says, over 150,000 homes still don't have power in southwest Florida, while we simulcast on TV and radio after the deadliest Florida hurricane in 87 years. But Scott, he is upset he can't watch primetime shows in his air-conditioned home right now. Glad mm. you have your priorities straight. That's well, pretty good, actually. You know, it's like a little that. cutting. It's a little cutting, but it's it's polite and it's pretty accurate. Yeah. 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 So so here's what we do with Weather Trollbot. So this is fun, right? We kind of we're gonna plug in all this data, all this information into Weather Trollbot. Uh, and then she's going to kind of compute. And what she ends up doing is she she's going to kick out what Matt was really thinking when he responded to Scott's tweet. Does that make sense? So she does a great job of, of interpreting. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and plug that in. And then she, she computes. Here's what we got. Here is what Matt was really thinking. What a entitled little The bag is pissed. He can't watch his real love boat. Get a clue, Scott. <laughs> That's amazing. That's one of her best ones yet, I have to say. Good one. One I love when I learn new swears from Trollbot. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matt. You know, and and I, I can't blame him. I can't blame him mm -hmm. for thinking that, mm -hmm. right? All right. And then the, the last one we have... Actually, guys, I got this from Dina. It's, it's unfortunate she's not on the show tonight. Uh, but she shared this with me. Um, uh, you guys know Heather Tesh? Yes. She's at the Weather Channel. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, so this came from an individual named Dustin Fryer. Okay. And Dustin says, you don't know which way it's going, talking about the hurricane. So stop predicting, you dumb bitch. Shut the fuck up, you stupid ass hoe. Oh my god! Uh, it's woke. amazing what people will say when they're now was behind. this on was this on Twitter? Uh, I don't. Wow, I'm not sure that was Twitter or Whoa. Facebook that's or. Crazy. It was on social media. I can that's tell you bold. that much. Even for a troll, that's bold. So here's Heather. Heather came back and, of course, was was nice and um, as nice as you can be after that crap, but said, by the way, the nice thing about social media is being able to hear from my amazing and supportive fans. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's, that's hilarious. That's, that's great. Um, 
but come on. <laughs> I mean, let's That's be honest. Was really. None of us would be thinking that. None of us are thinking no. that now no. after that statement. So the fun part about Trollbot is we get to plug all this data in, and uh, we're going to find out what Heather apparently was really thinking when she responded to Dustin. And here we go. Here is what Heather was really thinking. LOL. I'm sure you drink way too much, torture small animals, and are shit stained to your mother. Loser. Oh my God. She is on fire tonight. Wow. Mm. Trollbot not pulling any punches. <laughs> I like it. That's amazing. She is not. So, hey, I, we always tell our, our listeners, hey, if any of you uh, come across any of our weather friends getting trolled on social media uh, or, or email or anything like that, feel free, uh, free to share that with us either on social media or just send it to questions at stormfrontfreaks.com, and uh, we'll be sure to make sure we have uh, Trollbot interpret that for us. So, uh, Otherwise, gang, I think that just about does it for this episode of Stormfront Freaks podcast. We always want to thank you for listening or watching. But before we announce the guest of our next show... If you like the show, don't forget to follow the show on your podcast player so you get notified and receive the latest episodes of our show delivered right to your library the moment they get released. Find all the podcast player options at stormfrontfreaks.com and please help us out and send a friend your favorite episode. And you can subscribe to our YouTube page and watch previous versions of our, of our recordings of Stormfront Freaks Raw, which is completely unedited. Hear all the great conversations during breaks, including all the crappy ones, and uh, great questions from our VIPs for our guests, and who knows what else gets beeped or edited out of the audio podcast. You can find the link at stormfrontfreaks.com. Also, visit our website to find our Patreon link to check out all the ways we can do more together while supporting the show. Visit stormfrontfreaks.com to find the Patreon link to join the team, our raw broadcasts, have access to lots of merch, and even become one of our limited VIPs and join us in the studio with our guests on every show. And a special thanks to our guest, Tevin Wooten. <laughs> he loved that lightning round, didn't he? He did. <laughs> Um, freaks, let's go around and find out how people can follow you guys as well. Uh, Greggles, I will start with you. Uh, Tornado Greg on uh, social media, and you can also follow uh, or join or check out my website where I teach about photography, and that's CameraEasy.ca. Awesome, and I can attest that's very good, uh, very good training. So, uh, Serena. Everything is WX Serena, C-Y-R-E-N-A on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Cool. Uh, Maz? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, MoneyStorm, the number four, the letter U. <laughs> Very good. There's there's one place you can find Maz. And he's always there, like 24 well, hours a day. <laughs> got nothing else going on. All right, Jen. Um, you can find me on Twitter at, at, at jwatson underscore WX and then Instagram, TikTok, Jennifer Weather and also jenniferweather.com. And you can find me. I'm usually uh, tweeting on Twitter at Stormfront Freak. 
Awesome. So, hey, for our next episode, we're going to be back in two weeks recording live on November 10th with legendary chaser and owner of Silver Lining Tours, Roger Hill. Patreon members can join our raw video recording live and the edited audio podcast will be available to everyone else the following Sunday. Sounds great. All right, everybody, for Gregles, Serena, Jen, and Maz, and Dan and Angela, I'm going to go ahead and signal the all clear, and we will catch everybody next time. Good night. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Find our bi-weekly show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app, and watch our live and recorded shows on YouTube. For show notes, additional information about this episode, as well as past and upcoming shows, videos, photos, merchandise, and more, visit our website at stormfrontfreaks.com. While you are there, check out our live interactive storm chaser radar provided by our friends at zoomradar.com. If you would like to contact us with questions or make comments about the show, shoot us an email to questions at stormfrontfreaks.com or follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Search Stormfront Freaks. We'd love to hear from you. Join us next time and tell a friend about the Stormfront Freaks podcast.